Blog Talk Radio. Another beautiful day. Thanks for having me on. How are you doing, sir? I am doing fantastic, sir. Not really sure what's going on, but I have a mask on that uh, one of my really good friends, uh, they own a winery in uh, Houston, Texas, called, if Mm -hmm. you can believe it, the Nice Winery. And uh, they've been partners and married for 25 years, um, right after the gay marriage Mm -hmm. uh, was people were able to get married. Hi, everybody. We're live on Instagram right now, so you got to wear my mask, but I had to take it off because you could not hear me at all. (laughs) In fact, it was really, really badly muffled, wasn't it? (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Real quick, my friend, let's give a shout-out to uh, Will Cobb, our amazing co-host. He's home, not feeling very well. He has no voice, and uh, he may chime in here, but I wouldn't count on it because... He's not the kind of guy that does not uh, show up. So when I got the well, text message from him. Well, I hope that him, uh, 
to the extent he has respiratory symptoms, he needs to go get tested for COVID. You think? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I agree with that 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've had a really good day, guys. Everybody, welcome to All You Need to Know Radio. I'm your host, uh, John Hollywood. And we have our amazing, amazing constitutional attorney in the house tonight. And he's got some real exciting things that he wants to talk to us about, don't you, Almos? Yes, sir. Well, um, the uh, I, I assume what you're talking about is the major Supreme Court rulings that have come down today um, with regards to Trump's taxes. There are some other interesting rulings, for example, the uh, – Half of the state of Oklahoma is an Indian reservation, and um, religious employers are allowed to discriminate and not include birth control in their health care plans. But um, the two important decisions that uh, I think are probably the most consequential for your listeners and for the state of the election and, frankly, the country are uh, Vance versus Trump and uh, – Vance is the uh, district attorney of the state of New York, and then uh, there was also uh, Trump versus Mazars, where Trump sued his own accounting firm such that they would not respond to a congressional subpoena. And uh, the court in a 7-2 to two vote um, held that uh, Trump was not immune from criminal – or any president – is not immune from criminal prosecution and criminal investigation. Um, they did issue a balancing test, which is um, – I don't need to go into great detail about like the nature of the test, but essentially the court wants to balance um, congressional legitimate attempts at oversight and um, attempts uh, – looking into information for the purposes of future legislation with, um, I, I guess, and I hate to use this term because it's President Trump's term, but presidential harassment. They don't want to just say any subpoena is valid because then they could do things like subpoena your birth records. Um, so the, the, the rulings, unfortunately, it appears that what's, what's happened, my understanding of the rulings is that they – um, are actually kicking them down to the lower courts for um, determination of whether or not congressional subpoenas and Mr. Vance's subpoenas uh, actually meet this new test. Um, I believe with the way that they're crafted, they are likely that they will meet the new test. But as a very practical matter, it appears that while Donald Trump's taxes will, in fact, become public record and get in the hands of um, congressional overseers, it will likely happen after the November election. So uh, in some ways, Trump's kind of ploy of delay, delay, delay did, in fact, work. That said, it's a clear win for the rule of law. I'm glad that it was 7-2, not 5-4. Both um, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh uh, ruled in favor of oversight, and I have not yet read the actual opinion. I've been working all day, but um, my suspicion is that Alito's dissent is going to be truly tortured legal reasoning because this could easily have been 9-0. The thing is, Hello? is that um, uh-huh. they really, it, 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 as much as I want to slam Trump on this, 
that's not an mm-hmm. that's not an uncommon situation for a court, especially the Supreme Court, to kick it back to the smaller court, right? Most appellate courts do that. Almost every time. The Supreme Court doesn't decide facts. The Supreme Court basically decides what the law is, except in, there's a few very, very, very limited circumstances where the Supreme Court is a trial court, which decides facts. Most of the time, the Supreme Court decides the law, and then if there's a question about how the law applies to the facts in the specific scenario, it's almost always kicked to the lower courts. Right, but let's go over what we mm-hmm. what we found out. We found yeah. out that Trump, as much as he likes to, uh, you know, act like he's a king, act like he's a dictator, like his uh, butt buddies uh, Kim Jong Un and, and Vladimir Putin, he wants to be so much mm-hmm. like them. It's it's pathetic. However, he is not above the law, nor is anyone else above the law, which is what the opinion made very, very clear. And from what Mm -hmm. I remember reading, it was actually one of the justices he appointed. (laughs) Well, Chief Justice Roberts wrote the opinions, but both Kavanaugh and Gorsuch, the two justices that he appointed, um, signed on to the majority opinion issued by Roberts. So both of the justices he appointed rules against him in this case. Did that surprise you? Actually, it does. Um, if you recall, I, well, I think approximately maybe six weeks ago, maybe two months ago, I said that, in my opinion, based on my understanding of the law, it should be 9-0, but I wouldn't be that surprised if it was 5-4. And so the fact that it was 7-2 actually gives me some pleasure, and I'm, I'm pleased about that. But uh, like I said, I'm a little bit annoyed about um, Alito and Thomas, the two dissenters. I wonder – I have not yet read the dissenting opinion, but I assume it's really poorly reasoned because my understanding of the law is Congress has the right to issue these subpoenas. Well, and, and Clarence Thomas just keeps coming back in my head, and that guy honestly – he has no business being on the Supreme Court. He was accused well, of sexually assaulting mm-hmm. Anita Hill. There was adamant yes. inform- there was adamant evidence of that fact, and uh, more than that, uh, he is married to a white woman, which that's not any big deal right now. But back when he was being uh, you know confirmed and all the other stuff that was going on, it was a big yes. fucking deal. And yes, the fact was. that he votes against gay rights, he votes against anything that is not – he votes like a white guy. I'm just going to say it. He really does. Uh, he he votes like a staunch conservative. Let's put it that way. Well, you're being nice. I don't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is is that uh, I actually was not surprised because, you know, when – when uh, Kavanaugh, uh, I'll drink with you any, any time I can. Yeah, you got another beer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I like beer. He, yeah, exactly. I drink beer. I like beer. You want one? <laughs> that was <laughs> extraordinary testimony I never thought I would hear in a Supreme Court con- confirmation hearing. Uh, I got a big laugh out of it. In fact, it's a party. Uh, we talk about it at parties nowadays. Not. Just kidding. Right. It's just it's a disgrace. Um, when people – when when – People are appointed to the Supreme Court. A lot of people are not do not know, but of course you do as a constitutional lawyer and the amazing attorney that you are, 
that when you're appointed to a federal bench, you cannot be removed by by the president. So if you disagree with Donald Trump all day long, he can't remove you. He puts you Correct. there because he's ignorant, and he and he thinks that you're going to be loyal to him. Correct. Well, and you know, one of the things that is a big unanswered question about the Trump administration is why did Justice Kennedy retire, and does it have anything to do with his son at Deutsche Bank who loaned Donald Trump a billion dollars? Um. I think there's some video out there that shows Trump and Kennedy talking, talking uh, in the halls of, in the halls of the White House, and Trump right. said something to Kennedy, and Kennedy was very, very taken aback by it. And we don't know what that is, but shortly after that conversation occurred, Kennedy resigned um, from his life. If you had to guess, and this is just allegedly, mm-hmm. what would you think it was? Mm-hmm. I think it's something to do with the Russian mob and Vladimir Putin sending Trump through Deutsche Bank and Kennedy's son being intimately involved in those loans. One of the other news stories that came out this week, I believe it was yesterday, is that um, at Trump and the administration's insistence, the CIA has been regularly sharing intelligence with Russia and has gotten nothing in return. And, you know, throw it on the pile, it's just another piece of evidence that um, there's a very high likelihood, it appears, based on my review of the evidence, that Donald Trump is truly and actually being blackmailed by Vladimir Putin or the Russians more broadly. And, you know, we can talk about the Mueller report and we can talk about, um, you know, beyond a reasonable doubt and things like that. But I'm just talking – I'm not talking about the law. I'm talking about the facts. What's actually happening is it appears that Donald Trump is being blackmailed. And Do you mean there was no quick pro quo or there was a quick pro quo? I mean you mean to tell me that somebody was appointed and they weren't promised something? They were just appointed – Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying job? is I, I, think, I think that – there's a chance, and I, I you asked me to speculate. Allegedly, okay? so allegedly. We'll I'm get that out there. Allegedly. Right. I'm speculating. Um, and, and, you know, my speculation is that there is something untoward going on with Deutsche Bank and um, Supreme Court Justice Kennedy's son that caused Supreme Court Justice Kennedy to retire, opening up Gorsuch's seat. Because most Supreme Court justices do not retire unless they have serious health problems or they die. And something happened there. Um, well, wasn't there a vacancy that uh, Mitch McConnell from uh, Barack Obama, that M- Mitch McConnell, yes. Merrick, Gar- M- Merrick Garland, Garland, I think, and he refused to yeah, put him down Mer- for Merrick a vote? Garland, yes. That's correct. So, you're t- okay. so basically my point is that both – of Trump, you made the point that a Supreme Court justice cannot be removed by a president. They can either die, retire, or be impeached by both houses of Congress and convicted. Um, That's right. Hey, Almost, let me um, put you on hold real quick. Let's take a break real quick. We're going to come back. Almost is going to stay over with us for another five five minutes because of our ailing uh, co-host, and thank you so much once again, Almost. Absolutely, no problem. 
This is John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio. Tonight's show is brought to you by PB Entertainment Group. Go on to social media. They're everywhere. If you need representation uh, and you're a band and you're any good, see if they want to take you. Once again, this is All You Need to Know Radio, heard exclusively on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday night live at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back, guys. We have some, a lot more things to share with you. You won't even believe what we're going to tell you next. Don't go anywhere. Hello, everybody. This is your host, John Hollywood, from All You Need to Know Radio, reminding you the coronavirus is still very real. And no matter what the lying president of the United States says by calling it a hoax, nor his worthless uh, administration, please understand this is killing hundreds of thousands of people. And I really would not like to hear that you're one of them. But I will tell you that, sadly, the younger generation is not taking the heeds from the America's doctor, Dr. Farouchi, who is stating now that almost 100,000 cases a day could be reported pretty soon. It is so incredibly crazy, I just, I can't even tell you. My heart goes out to everyone. Please make sure that you are washing your hands, that you are doing social distance, that you are doing physical distance. You are not going to gyms. You are not going to bars or clubs or anywhere that is, you know, more than 10 people. Guys, this is serious. And you know me, I would not be doing this personally if I did not... No, it was the truth. Everybody here at All You Need to Know Radio, our co-hosts Will Cobb and Maureen Vanderpool, our show producer, and everybody behind the scenes, we are asking you to put you first. You can always, at a later time, go to a party. You can always, at a later time, go to a bar. The bottom line is, is, that in the United States, we have 2.7 million cases of the coronavirus. And we have 130,000 Americans that have died. Right here in our hometown, there are 20,165 cases confirmed. And that's before we even go to air. So please, And one last really sad statistic, 352 people have died just recently. Once again, we invite you to go to Judge Clay Jenkins' Facebook page. He is the one that controls everything here in Dallas. 
Uh, Governor Greg Abbott is a moron, and he is a kiss-ass of Donald Trump. Don't believe a word he says. So, once again, guys, thank you so, so much for everything that you did and for listening to us. You literally could save your life, and you could save your parents and your friends. And remember... Don't be a moron. If you go outside, wear a mask. The mask must cover your face. It must cover your mouth, your nose, and it go go over your ears. Okay? I want you guys around. Don't you? Don't go anywhere. All you need to know, radio will be right back. Welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, John Hollywood, and we are so excited to have a continuation of our constitutional attorney, Almost Warwick, with mm-hmm. Warwick and Nunn. Almost give everybody your contact information if they need any legal help. Absolutely. Thanks for the plug. My law firm, Warwick and Nunn, does personal injury, real estate, and business law. You can reach us at 972 863 9592 or at warrantnun.com that's com. Alright, so thank you so much. We are talking today mm-hmm. about the, the Supreme Court of the United States, the highest court in the mm-hmm. land today. Uh, well, they had when we set when we got ready to do this show, um, they mm-hmm. had eight cases to decide. One was the Electoral College Disputes how do you yes. think the how do you, how do you, they're ruling on that was they didn't want to really touch it is what I got. Uh, what was your so opinion? Of that? Did, were they right or wrong? No, my understanding. Well, first of all, it's a um, it was an issue of first impression, as I understand. So um, there was not significant precedent or prior cases about that. I mean, there are lower court rulings, but there was not a long line of Supreme Court precedent regarding the challenge to um, the faithless electors for the Electoral College. But basically what they did is they rendered the Electoral College even more of an anachronism because each state selects electors, and those electors are the ones that actually cast the final votes, Electoral College votes, for the president. And um, what the Supreme Court said the other day was that there's, there cannot be a faithless elector. What that means is if, let's say, Texas votes 50.1% for Trump and 49.9% for Biden, that Trump gets 100% of the electors, the electoral vote, and the individual electors are not allowed to vote for Biden or for a third party. Um, that is normal in most years, um, there's no such thing as a faithless elector. Um, In most years, the electors always go with what the state did, but the Supreme Court codified it. In my personal opinion, 
a constitutional amendment to remove the electoral college would be a wise policy, but it's unlikely to happen because of Republican control. Um, it would defeat the Republicans' chances of winning the presidency because, um, frankly, their policies are unpopular and um, the no Republican has won the popular vote for president. Oh, that's actually not true because of uh, – Second-term Bush, but right. uh, uh, I tell you what, of, uh, the, when the Republicans yeah. are no longer in control, which could happen very soon, that might be something mm-hmm. that changed. The, the Supreme Court refused to block upcoming federal executions. What do you think about that? I mean, I'm um, of the opinion personally. Um, I'm of the opinion that uh, the death penalty is, in fact, a Eighth Amendment violation. It is a cruel and unusual punishment. That is not the law of the land. Um, the, whether I like it or not, and I personally How don't do like it. How do you think it, it became the but, law of the land? Do you think that people were just that uh, brief that's history, sir? Yeah, they were just. I, I mean, you know, de- the death penalty. <laughs> In my opinion, and again, this is really an opinion matter, not a legal matter, um, the death penalty meets the definition, the legal definition of murder, which is the intentional taking of a human life, plus a forethought. So you, you know that you're going to kill someone, and then you do it. That's the definition of first-degree murder homicide. And the death penalty is homicide, first-degree murder, with the intentional taking of a, a human life on purpose, you know you're going to do it. So in my opinion, the death penalty should be illegal, but um, I think that under current existing law, uh, it is in fact legal, and the Supreme Court made the right, the right decision under current existing law. You know, what's funny about the Supreme Court is they sound like this you know, just incredible court that rises above everything. Mm-hmm. Really, they look at the law. And most of the time, Correct. like my readings of what they do, most of the time, the people that present things to them, they don't present it according to the current law. And so they reject it and send it back because it wasn't done properly, like on several things mm-hmm. Donald Trump did. Isn't that hilarious that if they it's one in 1,000 that they even agree to listen to a case, let alone mm-hmm. they listen to a case that wasn't presented to them properly. Uh, well, the if you want to hear something scandalous, to, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Let, let me let me talk to you. Let me talk to you about something scandalous about what the Supreme Court is doing that is dramatically different from what they've done in either in other terms. Is um, recently in the last three or four years during Trump's term, they have repeatedly um, overturned emergency stays. So, if you recall, um, there's this challenge to uh, the kids in cages, to the uh, policy of separating families from their children who are allegedly crossing the border illegally versus applying for asylum. And a federal judge in California, in my opinion, correctly ruled that that type of taking children from their families and putting them in cages is unconstitutional. In my opinion, that was a correct ruling from the federal judge in California. And what happened is uh, and he issued an injunction saying you need to stop ice you can't do this anymore and what happened is 
the Supreme Court of the United States, uh, the behest of the Solicitor General, who was appointed by the White House, the Trump administration, um, issued a stay overturning the injunction, saying actually Trump can keep doing what he's doing while the case works itself up through the appellate courts toward the Supreme Court. And so de facto, in, in reality, we're still putting kids in cages, even though a federal judge has ordered that, ordered that it stopped. And, and hearing that, shame on every single person that sits on the Supreme Court. Ridiculous. Exactly. It, the United States of America it's, does it's, not put kids in fucking cages. We are not we do. back in those Here countries. in Texas, it's happening right now, John. I know. Um, that's another reason we've got right. to get this maniac out of the White House. And I'm right. going to send and, and, uh, Joe Biden an email when we're done because we're kind of co-pods because I – actually, I talk to his campaign every day. I'm trying to, to – it's got to happen. It's got to happen. Okay, real quick. And, and uh, you know, there's, there's, there's several other issues like that. So, I, you know, yes, the U.S. Supreme Court is um, – a staid old institution that looks at the law and analyzes the law and sometimes makes decisions on the basis of the law that we agree with. But under the Trump administration and particularly under Chief Justice Roberts' watch, watch in the last three and a half years, they have repeatedly overturned um, injunctions and state injunctions to allow questionable Trump administration policies like the immigration ban from the Muslim countries and the rolling back of environmental regulations, the changing of um, unemployment regulations, the rolling back of um, – there's a bunch of different policies. Uh, military I'm happy policies, to let you talk, like but we're getting close to your time, so one last thing. Yeah, the Obamacare contraceptive uh, mandate. Oh God. Okay. Well, the, okay. So the um, and this is your closing, buddy. Okay. Unless yes, you sir, want to stay, it's up to you. I got all the yeah, time no, in the world I, for I, you. I appreciate you, but no, I, I I'll, I'll do a closing. So okay. um, very briefly, my understanding, and I have not fully read the opinion, but my understanding is that the Supreme Court um, allowed a Catholic charity to uh, discriminate and therefore any um, religious charity to discriminate on the basis of um, contraception so they can no longer cover birth control pills basically and um, other types of female contraception in their health insurance plans if they uh, have a sincerely held religious belief that such contraception violates their religious belief. Um, I think that it is a poor ruling and not the intent of the Establishment Clause or the First Amendment um, to strip health care from um, people. I'm afraid that it's going to be abused by large companies, but um, uh, we'll see what happens with that ruling. Uh, the last thing I want to know picture, is, do you think they're <laughs> going to overturn Obamacare, or are they done? Because they said they had eight cases, they settled up, uh, most of them. Are, you, are they going to do anything mm -hmm. with Obamacare, yes or no? Probably not. I don't think so either. Thank you so much, John. Okay. Let me, let me Thank give you a 30-second closing, John. Go ahead. Um, so in, in my opinion, the same uh, statement that I made last week is, is what I'm going to make this week, and that is this election is the most important ever. This uh, country is tearing itself apart, and it's the, the blame falls squarely at the hands of Donald Trump, who, as I've 
identified earlier today, is likely compromised by the Russian government as well as potentially other governments. I also believe several GOP senators and other high-ranking officials are as well. You need to vote them out. If you're not registered, register. It's not too late. If you, if you right. are registered, third, everybody vote early. Blue. blue. Vote blue and don't yes. be afraid to mail All your ballot and it will not be fraud. <laughs> and with that, John, I thank you again for another excellent show, and I will talk to you next week. Thank you very much, friend, my friend. That was Amos Warwick with Warwick and None, guys. He joins us every Thursday at 6 p.m., and it's so amazing to have him. This is Ty Herndon. Ty Herndon did the concert for Love and Acceptance. Terry Clark was on there. Uh, oh, God, Michael Ray was on there. Uh, there were so many stars on there, and it's now uh, just my train of thought just went. Of course, Ty sang, and it was amazing. They did everything by the book. They did it virtual. Cody Allen was the host of the show. You can go and watch it right now on demand. Go to Ty Herndon's Facebook page. Love you so much, my friend. Hats off to you. We will talk soon. This is All You Need to Know Radio. When we come back, guys, I am going to introduce you to a very good friend of mine, and he has a winery business, and we are going to, he's going to talk about how COVID-19 is affecting his business and tell you a little bit about wine. This is All You Need to Know Radio brought to you by PB Entertainment Group. Don't touch that dial. I'm a floral artist and the founder and director of Birch. I use Squarespace as a tool to express what my business is to those who don't get to experience it in person. Squarespace, in a lot of ways, made me an actual business. I think it's the first thing that people look at. Without that platform, it doesn't really seem that legitimate. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, everyone, to All You Need to Know Radio. I'm your host, John Hollywood. Thank you so much for joining us. It's going to be a little bit different of a show right now because we are going to introduce you to an entrepreneur that I've known for quite a while. He's completely blown away by and uh, he has a winery business, him and his husband, in Houston, Texas. And uh, let's give a big round of applause for uh, the nice winery in uh, Houston, Texas. And we're going to have one of the founders, Ryan Levy. Hey, John. 
buddy, we got to make sure you get the superstar treatment. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much. It's so great to have, well, to have me on the show. Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us. And you've been so patient with all the chaotic crap going on in this country. So we really, really appreciate you being patient with us so that we can get, you know, I really wanted to take time and spend with you because, like I said, we were talking about well, thank you. Well, you know, there there sure is a lot going on, but uh, you know, we got to stay positive and keep moving forward, right? Exactly. That's the only way we can be, because we have a president living in the, a lollipop land and Oompa Loompa land that just he seems like everything's peachy peachy keen, <laughs> and it's well, not. All that'll change soon enough. So we're uh, I'm excited to be here and a little bit about. Uh, you know, how we, all of us who are entrepreneurs or small business people have to change everything we thought about you know, how we run our businesses um, because the world has changed. Absolutely. Real quick, let, let, me, let me do a little bit of this real quick. The Nice Winery is located in Houston and is owned by I, Ivan. I always say his name wrong. Is it wrong? Ian. Ian. Ian, thank you. Uh, Esterville. Uh, and Ryan Levy. Now, you guys are married. Why don't you have each other's names? Uh, actually, I think we, we, you know, we had careers before, kind of before we met each other. And so, um, you know, I, I think neither of us wanted to change our names. Actually, Ian wants to change his name to something that's more pronounceable. <laughs> so, well, just like, I, just like I just butchered it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, every, everybody does. Everybody butchers it. So he'd like it to be something more pronounceable, um, you know. So yeah, I think uh, you know we were we were married in Canada um, almost 20 years ago, just after it became legal there, and uh, and then you know, fortunately, um, not too many years later, it became legal in the United States. Absolutely. As it always should have been. And the thing is, right. is that um, when I met you guys, I knew it was love at first sight with you guys. I knew if anyone oh, could make oh, it, thanks. it would be you guys. And I'm so glad you have. Well, so, thank you. Yeah, well, uh, I, I, always, I always say, you know, we're, we're coming up on 25 years together. Wow. Right? So let's get back to business. Uh, their first wine vintage was in 2007, and they opened the Nice Winery in 2009. If you're curious like I was, nice is pronounced just like a nice glass of wine, but it's actually a what for the first name of your it's husband? Sibling. Um, yeah, it's an acronym for uh, Ian and his sisters. And, uh, and we always say that since my name's Ryan, you throw an R on the end and you get nicer. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That is so awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. So he likes to hide from the spotlight, huh? It, oh, yeah. Ian, I mean, Ian is, is kind of That's I, what I remember. He was pretty like shy. A, <laughs> we're kind of like the comedy duo Penn and Teller. If you notice, when Penn and Teller, oh, wow. one of yeah. them does all the talking, and the other one does the magic. And I always say Ian does the magic. So, um, so here I am doing the talking. Well, that is that is awesome. Uh, thank you so much for the mask that you guys got me. 
Uh, I really enjoy it, and I'm going to be wearing it on our live on Instagram here pretty soon. So, um, wine educators and blue train chefs. What's a blue train chef? So we <laughs> so we trained 20 years ago at Le Cordon Bleu. So, well, you can uh, tell me. Yeah, that's the, that's the cooking school. That's the cooking school in Paris where Julia Child trained, and uh, really? it's probably, probably one of the most famous cooking schools in the world. And uh, and so we lived in Paris together uh, back in the year 2000. Um, I had actually just graduated from law school and and picked up and and moved. We moved to uh, France to live in Paris and go to cooking school. And uh, and this is uh, this is before. We met you, John, because we met you uh, the very next year. But uh, you know, we we lived in Paris, and then then we moved back to our home state of Texas and opened a restaurant together. And uh, you know, that's kind of been our our trajectory. And then five years later, um, packed up, moved out to California to train to become sommeliers and wine. Which you did not even say goodbye, by the way. <laughs> Just have to throw that in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean when we. When we when we packed up to leave, you know, I quit my job as a lawyer. We sold the restaurant and uh, and live and really just just hoofed it out of there so that we could pursue this dream of uh, of learning how to make wine. And you so guys have done an amazing job. Amazing. Well, thanks. Well, thanks. You know, I, so, I always go ahead. You know, people ask people ask me, John. They said you say Ryan. You know. How did you how did you leave uh, being a lawyer and and go and uh, and and become a winemaker and I, and I said life is short you have to do what you love and uh, you know it's 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 kind of like you hosting your radio show I mean you found your passion and you do what you love and success comes with it because you love doing it well and don't you think that I haven't forgotten about the conversation you and I had ironically over a glass of wine about me and Cornerstone Wealth and how you gave me such incredible compliments about how I was helping people and reaching out to people. And you admired that. And that touched my heart. Like I can't even tell you. You know, all of us, you know, all of us come from so many different backgrounds and, and have, you know, so many different trajectories of uh, of our career where we've ended up, right? And, and, you know, now you're you're hosting radio shows and being broadcast all over the world. I'm making wine in, in Texas and Argentina, California and Washington State. Uh, you know, and I never thought, you know, 20 years ago that that I'd be where I am now. And I bet you never thought 20 years ago you'd be where you are now. I knew that I would be helping people. I didn't know I'd have my radio show. I mean, that's been, I've been very blessed with that. Hey, Ryan, we still have a few more questions for you. Do you mind uh, sitting tight real quick? That music coming on means we need to take a break and pay some bills. Do you mind? Sure. Yeah, I'll stay. All right, guys. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to All You Need to Know Radio America. Well, excuse me, the number one show around the world in our time slot, thanks to you. We are so humbled by that. We are very excited to have a special guest in the studio with us with Nice Winery in Texas, Wine Lovers. We have the co-founder, Ryan Levy. Not only is he an amazing, educated guy, he is incredible to look at. 
<laughs> Don't get embarrassed. So once again, you're listening to All You Need to Know Radio. Tonight's show is brought to you by PV Entertainment Group. You can find them all over the Internet. Real quick as we go to break, this is a really good friend of mine, Ty Herndon, who redid the song by Carrie Underwood that blew up the country charts so small. You're listening to All You Need to Know Radio. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. years and years ago. That's it on the radio. Whoops. 
I will, I will tell you one thing that I am so thankful to God is that there were no cameras on phones in the clubs. <laughs> back when we were that. kids. Yeah, back, back, back when we were kids. Exactly. All right, so keep telling everybody about uh, your amazing winery and your husband's, of course. <laughs> well, I mean, John, you know, one of the things that drove us to, uh, to start the winery was we wanted to make wine the way that wine used to be made, naturally, without the addition of sugars and dyes and chemicals and additives, uh, just crush the grapes, ferment the grapes, and bottle it. Um, and, uh, and that was really something that drove us to start our own winery, because so many of the wines that are out there are mass-produced at a factory. They contain sugars and dyes and chemicals and additives and preservatives. And we wanted to change all that and shake it up, and that's really, that's really what drove us to start the winery. Well, I also see that your wines are ported top restaurants and have won gold medals internationally and recognized by wine competitions. Yeah, you know, wine competitions are funny because it's, it's just people's opinions, but it's nice when other people think that you made a good wine. And, uh, and so, uh, so we've won a lot of awards for our wines. And, uh, you know, but, the, but the honest, honestly, John, the, the true judge of whether a wine is good or not is, is the consumer. And, uh, and, and so luckily we've got a whole bunch of wine club members that receive wine from us every month. And, uh, and they're big fans, and they're really supportive. And uh, a shout-out to all my wine club members, if any of them are listening tonight, and thank them for, uh, for all of their support and all of their loyalty over the years. Absolutely. You can't do anything without customers. And people that love your product and talk about your product to other people, you can't beat that. Okay, Ryan, quick question. I, what I also loved about your experience in, in building your business is I always see you on Father's Day include your father in your celebration. I just, that just touch, touches my heart. Leading me yeah, to the I, question you know what, of – go ahead, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, uh, John, I'm, I just have to say I'm, you know, I'm really blessed that my parents are very involved in my life, both my mom and my dad. And uh, they've embraced me and Ian as well. And, you know, I'm very blessed in that way. Very, very Do fortunate. me a favor. Give them a shout-out. Give them a shout-out for being amazing parents. I crown them the most they, amazing parents of 2020. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, they'll, uh, I, I know they'll listen to the broadcast and hear it. So, uh, and, you know, they're, they're just fantastic. They're absolutely fantastic. Couldn't do what, what we do without them. Leading me to my next question, did your dad teach you anything about the wine business? Uh, no, uh, yes and no. I mean, I think what my dad taught me is, is you, uh, you're, you're worth nothing if you're not worth your word and your honesty. And so, you know, we make wine and we conduct business in a way that's honest and truthful and, uh, and transparent. And, and I think that um, that authenticity is, is something that my dad's taught me that's really important in, in any business and any time that you're, you're in, uh, in, in relationships with people and talking to people and dealing with people. Just have all the right answers, my friend. Did you, 
you, you, you mentioned how you and your husband have been together for almost 25 years or maybe over 25 years. Did you ever think in your wildest dreams you would be such a success? Hold on a second. I want to answer that. I absolutely did. Now your turn. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, I mean, again, John, I think the thing that I've learned is if you love what you do, you'll do well. So, so love what you do. If you're stuck in a, in a dead-end job that you hate, change it. You, you are the only person that can make yourself happy. You can't rely on someone else to make you happy. You've got to, um, you've got to seek out happiness and do things that make you happy and make other people happy too, um, which, is, which has got to be why, uh, why you do what you do is because it, it makes so many people happy and it enriches so many lives. Absolutely. I mean, I enjoy, tr- I enjoy teaching people when I see big companies like Experian and TransUnion and uh, Equifax all taking advantage of people. You know, I was like, no, I'm not on my watch. Okay, just a couple of more questions. What, what advice would you give anyone looking to start their own business? Not necessarily the wine business. Would you say it's hard and be, in it, be honest? Oh, it's super hard. It's always hard. Every day, I mean, yeah, it, it, look, if it wasn't hard, everybody would do it, right? So I'd say, you know, one, don't give up on your dreams. Follow your dream. Do something you're passionate about, and don't give up. When, when the going gets tough, um, innovate. I mean, the going's really tough right now. We're in, we're in the worst economy of my lifetime, um, the most challenging uh, economic situation of my lifetime, and and we're not going to give up. We're going to innovate. We're going to change it up. And we're, what we're going to do is focus, let our customers know how important they are to us um, because and, they are the ones that built us. And that was my next question. How, how has the coronavirus, it's two questions, how has the coronavirus affected your business? And what changes have you made to your business to make your customers feel more safe? Yeah. Things. I mean, first of all, how, how has it affected us? You know, let's just say this. It's really hard to buy wine or be a member of a wine club when you've lost your job or you've been furloughed or your spouse has lost their job. And with uh, so many people losing their jobs, um, it, it definitely has affected uh, people who have been with us for, for many, many, many years. That said, you know, when we are able to invite people back to the winery, because right now we can't um, because there, there is an order, uh, but when we do, um, we're going to do it safely and have everyone social distance and wearing masks and uh, seated six feet apart and do as many things outdoors as we can, because um, I think that's really important. So, uh, you know, right now what we're doing is uh, is just reaching out to our customers in ways we never have. Uh, I now have a, a show that we do every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Oh, go um, ahead and plug it. Facebook. It's hilarious yeah, and it's very Facebook. informative. <laughs> Yeah, we created a Facebook group called the Nice Winery Winos, and if you join that group, then you can watch our happy half hour. And, uh, and the idea is just to create community, right? It's about connecting people who care where their wine and food comes from. And we talk about wine, we talk about food, we cut up, we have special guests. It's, it's fun. And we try to keep well, it light. Well, hopefully I'll get to be a guest on that show if you're lucky. <laughs> or if I'm lucky. If I'm, right. If I'm, I'd, I'd be very lucky. I'd be honored. 
you know, one thing we have got to do, Ryan, is when all this coronavirus shit is over, it's probably going to be next year, but that's okay. We'll both still be young enough to do it, is that we're going to come out to your winery. We're going to do a show live right there. And we're going to drink a lot of wine. (laughs) That'd be a lot of fun. Guys, you can find the uh, Nice Winery, the Nice Winery on Instagram, on Facebook. And uh, I want you guys to go out there and give them some love. Show them All You Need to Know's power. Let them know that you heard about them on All You Need to Know Radio so they know what we can do. And if you're looking for a nice glass of wine, nice, nice bottle of wine, uh, they have open for curbside pickup and delivery. Uh, award-winning organic wines, no, what is that, sugars and something else I can't read, sulfites? Chemicals, all those bad things. They're not bad, bad chemicals. That's one thing that I remember <laughs> about Ryan and his, and his uh, husband is that workout, 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 no bad chemicals. So, guys, this was a pleasure tonight, Ryan, for you to take a few minutes and give us some insight into all of this. I really enjoyed this. Will you please come back? Yeah, absolutely, John. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And did you want to give a shout out and say anything to everybody out there listening? Remember, we are heard around the world, not just in America. Be well, stay healthy, and drink something wonderful uh, tonight, um, and, uh, and hug your loved ones. That's right, man. Hug your loved ones every day because you never know what's going to happen. And what's the last thing we're going to tell everybody to be safe? Stay with me, Ryan. Wear your mask. Wear wear a mask. And wear a mask from the winery. (laughs) They have some amazing uh, masks, and you'll be able to see that on me on Instagram here in the next few minutes. Thank you so much, my friend. Don't be a stranger. Thanks, John. All right, everybody, welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio, and that was my good friend Ryan Levy in Houston, Texas, with his business, uh, nice Winery, what a beautiful name Okay, so let's move to our entertainment watch I don't know what you were doing this weekend But this is what I was doing The bastard, orphan, son of a whore And a Scotsman dropped in the middle of a forgotten spot In the Caribbean by Providence, impoverished and squalor Grow up to be a hero and a scholar The ten dollar Founded father without a father Got a lot farther by working a lot harder By being a lot smarter By being the self-starter By 14 They placed him in charge of a trading charter And every day while slaves were being slaughtered And carted away Across the waves he struggled and kept his guard up Inside he was longing for something to be a part of The brother was ready to beg, steal, borrow, or barter Then a hurricane came 
devastation reigned a man saw his future drip dripping down the drain but a pencil to his temple connected it to his brain and he wrote his first refrain a testament to his pain mother word got a vow and they said this kid is insane man took up a collection just to send him to the mainland get your education don't forget from when you came and the world's gonna know your name what's your name man alexander hamilton Oh my God, this this show was so incredible. Now, I actually saw Alexander Hamilton uh, back it, when it was in New York, and uh, it was breathtaking. I walked out of there crying, just wondering where our country had gone, wondering where everything had gone. All you have to do to watch this on demand is buy Disney+. Plus. Disney+, Plus is the only word place that you can watch this right now um and i think it's like seven dollars to join i if you don't have the money the tickets for hamilton in new york went anywhere from 500 i saw them up to five thousand dollars for front row seats so alex uh, just hamilton um just an amazing story especially uh the way that things are going right now um it'll make you really love your country and um, it, I, I just I'm kind of speechless as to what to say about this because I've watched it four times now, and uh, just incredible. So now we are going to once again get Hamilton on Disney Plus. I highly recommend it. We'll be right back. That was the queen of metal herself, Otep, and the song was Royals. Let's move to our song pick of the week real quick. And um, it's not a song around right now, but it was for Madonna and the one and only Britney Spears. I don't know if any of you guys ever heard of either one of them, but they did a single together called Me Against the Music. Take a listen. People in the crowd, grab a partner, take it down.
a fast recovery. He'll be back with us next week. We want to thank Maureen Vanderpool with, uh, in New York City as our show producer, changing the way America and people around the world hear this show. I can't tell you how many times that I hear that all the time. And with that, this is All You Need to Know Radio, and I am your host, John Hollywood. Every day, get up and look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, what have you done today to make yourself feel proud? Every day, come up with something positive and then write it down. Don't just say it, write it down. We need positive things to look at in this country right now. The Supreme Court is already helping us with Donald Trump Four different cases have been ruled against that di- this uh, wannabe dictator. Let's make sure November 3rd, get out and vote. Make sure that you go and get your friends to vote, your family to vote. I'm looking at renting a bus to take people down to the voting polls so they can vote. And with that, I'm John Hollywood, your host of All You Need to Know Radio, heard exclusively on Blog Talk Radio Live Every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Don't forget, you can hear us on demand on Spotify, on Google Play, on iTunes, on Alexa. I want to hear all you need to know radio, and I think I come on. Anywhere you can listen to on-demand shows, we're there. Thank you so much. I'm John Hollywood, your host once again, live from Dallas, Texas. Take care of each other. Good night. What?